I studied a lot of the sex habits of animals. <laughs> yes. She, she <laughs> really <laughs> does. Uh, the male uh, a rhino mates. Oh uh, has 30 days of foreplay. Yes. yes. So that's that's my kind of animal. <laughs> Listen to this. The bonobo, right. which is a kind of a yeah, monkey. It's a monkey, bonobo. A bonobo, right, that's it. <laughs> that's how you say it, a bonobo? bonobo? Oh, okay. They are the only species that have face-to-face -face kissing. They mm -hmm. do French kissing yes. and wait for it, oral sex. Okay. Hello? <laughs> I mean, these animals are fascinating. What? I've always wanted to do a podcast with different women who have different points of view. Or just like a show where I force people to talk about the view with me. Is the world flat? Yes. I'll call it Deja the View. I, I never thought about it, Whoopi. I want to like listen to that Lana Del Rey song that's like I was at Coachella. And just watch a montage of photos of Shania Twain at, <laughs> at Coachella. That do impress me much. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Deja the View Pod. Um, we've been away on a little bit of a break as the view has been on an Easter yes. hiatus. When Whoopi rests, we, we rest. We rest. And today we are back with a very special episode we are doing our first ever phone call into the I've podcast not even just podcast but even in life this is <laughs> mine and kevin's first phone call we have not used a phone before <laughs> <laughs> um, so we have a very special guest danny pellegrino you may know him um from his hilarious instagram and twitter mm -hmm. and podcast uh everything is iconic and you may also know him from doing important work such as interviewing Megan McCain. Yes. Uh, Elizabeth Olsen. Uh, and tweeting about Real Housewives. Yes. Yes. So turns out he's a View super fan and we're going to talk to him a little later. And it's very exciting. Yes, God. So today's episode is going to be a little different. Before we get to that, we I feel like we have so many view updates that we have to get yes. to. It's been like a month, basically. Yeah. So a lot of stuff has happened. Um, most importantly, we must congratulate the view on being nominated. Oh my god, that's right. For four Emmy awards, including Jedediah. Including Jedediah, it's so funny because when Whoopi like announced that they were mm -hmm. nominated. She had to be like, and Jedediah, like she had to. And then, I and half of the current, like sitting co-hosts were like, who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every time they speak Jedediah's name, it's like, uh, there's like a shudder that goes through the room. It's like Beetlejuice. <laughs> like you can't say it more than Jedediah, once. Jedediah, Jedediah, Jedediah. Yeah. yeah. So they were nominated for Outstanding Talk Show, Outstanding Talk Show Hosts, uh, their stylist was nominated and Ooh. yes. And they were nominated for best performance because of when they had Andre Day and Common on the show. Oh, I, I thought you were going to say because of when, uh, was it Paula who did stand up comedy? <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's what they were nominated for. <laughs> yeah. But the gag is of all of this. So you know how the, the daytime Emmys are announced on the talk because the talk right. is CBS. Yes. And you remember last year 
when Sarah Gilbert was yes. saying the names of the View co-hosts, she accidentally mispronounced Jedediah. It's kind of you to say accidentally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give her the benefit of the doubt. She said Jedediah Byla, <laughs> Sarah Hines, <laughs> and Sunny Hostin. Yes. So this year, they're announcing it again. And I feel like on like the talk ladies are announcing it again. And I feel like because of the shade that Whoopi threw at them last year, that they were like almost over pronouncing the view co-host names. Like, like over enunciating. Yes, like Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> they were like the part of our heritage video. Yeah. <laughs> when they're like, what are what are your names? <laughs> yes. Patrick, Patrick, Patrick O'Neill. <laughs> yeah. So it was very that I feel just my opinion. It uh-huh. seemed like there could have been a little subtle shade. <laughs> um, but yeah. So and, and then like the, the next gag of the season uh-huh. is that Roseanne is coming, came it's back. back. It's back. back yeah. And it's on ABC. Right. So Sarah Gilbert is on the talk She's on divided CS. Now. Yes. Yeah. And she came to the view with Roseanne to right. promote Roseanne. And they did they just act like as if the talk doesn't exist? Yeah. For those like three and a half minutes. Yes. <laughs> and I could not can you believe? <laughs> I could not believe. Yeah. Oh my God. Who do you think is gonna win? Um, because I don't think the real will win. Like Who no, are the other people nominated? Like the real uh-huh. the talk, the view, like I don't know. Like another, some other like Like Rachel show. Ray or yeah. Okay. No, I think, well, like who cares? I don't know. But <laughs> it's you always. between the three who I think is most likely to win? The talk like usually wins. Yeah. Lately. Yeah. So do you think The View has a chance of I think The View has a good chance of winning because I think that a lot of people like, are like drawn to the, to Megan McCain's name. That's true. I don't know if they'll win because I think had they not fired Jedediah, they would win. Not because of the cast in particular, but I don't think anyone wants to vote for them because they're like, until the cast stays the same for a couple of years. Because it was like in the middle of a breakup. Yes. So I don't think they're going to win, but I think they deserve to win. Yeah. Um, in other news, Joy was plagued by <laughs> more fake news. Yeah. Um, which she had to address on the show. Um, so I guess this tweet that someone made up that was pretending to be Joy Behar went viral. So you may remember like a few weeks ago, there was a fire in Trump Tower. Yes. And someone like died. Someone died. Yeah. And so the tweet said, um, Joy Behar, fire at Trump Tower is out. Oh, wait. Sorry. I'm reading Donald Trump's tweet. <laughs> the tweet. The read, real one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now read the, with a fake one. The, the Joy Behar tweet said. Fire at Trump Tower. One dead. Hopefully it's Trump. And so that so someone made a fake Twitter account and it just was like the name was Joy Behar. Yeah. Okay. But they were posing as her. Yeah. Like so, and that like went viral and people flipped out, wanted to like kill Joy for saying oh my that. God. So she had to like address it and be like, it's not true. It's it's crazy that Joy keeps being on like the receiving end of all of these internet scams because it, like, I can't help but be reminded of how like old people are often targeted by internet scammers when they get emails being like i'm a prince from nigeria and if you send me one million dollars i'll send you five million it's like i don't know if it's because they think that she's an easy target because she's not like logged on 
that she won't notice that like people are creating fake Twitter accounts. Yeah. yeah. But pe- but but she is logged on. Like jokes new. on them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just love that this keeps happening to her with like the skincare thing and now this. It's just mm-hmm. funny to me. What else happened? Um Sherry Shepard um popped off on Instagram over the break. <laughs> about what well she's always the victim of people mistaking her identity for someone else who's famous <laughs> like people always think that she's octavia spencer right. or they think that she's um monique <laughs> really i haven't yeah. heard that one but who's that oh fuck i forgot yvette, yvette nicole brown they always okay. think that's yeah. cherry shepherd um and i guess like you know the website celebrity net worth yes so i do know her well, there's a gospel singer named Shirley Caesar, okay. and the picture that they used on the website was a picture of Sherry <sighs> Shepard. Why? <laughs> so Sherry Shepard, like, has had it. Can you read out the caption that Sherry posted on Instagram? Yes. So it says, hashtag Hollywood. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Whoever you are, stop it. Would you, whomever you are, do your hashtag homework? <laughs> I love Pastor Caesar, that's her Twitter handle, and Octavia Spencer, but I'm not them. And good Lord, it says I, as Shirley Caesar, make $16 million. Please don't let my ex-husband <laughs> see this. Ex-husbands. Z- see this, because they'll have me back in hashtag court. No. Maybe Shirley Caesar or Octavia Spencer can say they're me in honor, nonetheless, to be mistaken for these beautiful chocolate hashtag sisters, hashtag black girl magic, mm-hmm. hashtag gospel great platinum artist oscar winner more hashtags yeah hashtags, those we are don't, all hashtags, hashtags yeah. we don't all look alike <laughs> so yeah, work, yeah she fucking had it good for her she snapped but in a way that i can appreciate yeah yeah and i love this line about uh don't let my ex-husband see that <laughs> because she was back in court again in hashtag court hashtag court because um her first ex-husband is uh, taking her to court because he wants more custody of Jeffrey. Okay. And he's like, he he won. Like, they now have 50. Well, he's, wait, did he win? He's seeking 50-50 custody okay. and more child support. So I guess, according to The Blast, <laughs> <laughs> which seems credible. They have their finger on the pulse. <laughs> yeah. Um, it says that she was paying 131 dollars a month in child support okay that doesn't seem like that high of an amount no but her ex is saying Uh that sherry makes 1.2 million a year okay and he deserves more money right and also wants her to pay for his attorney fees so like this is just the the saga of like sherry and her her ex-husband yeah they always want her money they always want they're always coming after her so that's what's new with Sherry. Thank you for the update. So I meant to say, I should have talked about this when we were talking about Joy. Um, but like another <laughs> update, like thing I must talk about uh-huh. is Charlotte Pence visited The View. And so the, so Mike Pence's daughter. Yes. Megan's good friend. Yeah. <laughs> who showed up to The View. And it must have been a rainy day. It must day. have been a rainy day. 
Because as we've discussed on this show multiple times before, a wet hair look is almost impossible to pull off unless you're Beyonce. Yeah. But you know what? She went for it. Yeah. So she is promoting a book. She, I guess she's an author. Yeah. Um, she she's wrote, an author. She wrote a book. Um a children's book but on the view i don't know if they ever even say that it's a children's book like i found no. out later that it's a children's book so my mind was blown that this is the book They're that she's promoting speaking like it's a novella she wrote a <laughs> yeah <laughs> she wrote a book about what the vice president does in the white house like from a, the, written from the perspective of her pet bunny marlon bundo right so he's like It's like his view on a day in the life of the vice president. Right. And she apparently John Oliver also wrote like a parody book because people were pissed off at the Pence family. Yeah. Obviously for for reasons that we've discussed here before. Yeah. And so John Oliver and his staff wrote a book of and the, the name is so, so similar that I didn't even know that. Like, I thought they had just come up with this book on their own. I didn't realize they were parodying another mm-hmm. book because the name is so similar. And his book is about... How the bunny is gay. And has a boyfriend. <laughs> and he's getting married. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which, I uh, credit to Charlotte Pence, she, like, she, like, seemed to support the parody book. Okay. Like, she... Uh, like said like she thinks it's great like as long as all the money's going to charity right great she seems actually like a chill person but like that surprised me is that she does kind of seem like a chill person but watching her on the view like i had no idea what was going on because i don't (laughs) think they say that it's a children's book so i just am like you this is what you do yeah (laughs) um and then she ended up bringing the bunny out on the show Uh the real bunny I just, first of all, want to ask, did the bunny seem gay? <laughs> I can't. I, I, I'm not sure because I couldn't see its wrist. You're right. It's, we shouldn't. <laughs> that was rude of me to ask. We shouldn't label people. <laughs> but the crazy thing is, is the bunny actually, like, attacked Joy Behar. It's like... It, like, leaped it at was, her. Yeah, it's like they had, like, sicked the bunny on her. And Joy was so terrified. Like, she actually was clearly scared in the moment. Of course you would be terrified. You think you're about to get rabies <laughs> and, like, <laughs> die because of a stupid bunny book that you don't even know is a children's book. Yeah. So um, those are all my view updates. That's what... Oh, oh you know what? I have one more. Um, Megan challenged Whoopi to a drink off. That that's another Whoa. thing that happened while like we were a, gone. Al- like a alcohol or like Megan was like talking about soda how, water? No, like alcohol. She was talking about how like you don't want to go out with her because she's like younger right. than everyone. Well, she doesn't have kids and, and she'll stay out all yeah. night. And, and she's Whoopi talked was about like, getting kicked out of Ubers and yeah. stuff for being so drunk. And yeah. she, Whoopi was like, "Wanna bet?" And then they shook on it. So I'm staying tuned for that. Who do you think would win that? I honestly think Megan would win, but I think Whoopi could, like, mess with her head a little yeah. bit. You're right. Anyways, those are all my view updates. It's been, like, it's been a while. I'm glad to be back on the pod. Yes, cast. I'm glad, too. Also, I'm also glad because in the hiatus, Sarah got a haircut that we didn't, <laughs> we haven't spoke, spoken about it, but we're talking about it now. Be- and because I also got a haircut. Yeah, y'all got the same haircut. You got kind of the same haircut. Mm-hmm. 
it's like it just is weird to have like someone who is your soulmate out in the world <laughs> right and in and, a lot of ways <laughs> after talking to danny pellegrino i feel like <laughs> we may be kindred spirits we're very we're very like view compatible it seems it's true i'm really excited for you guys to yeah. hear uh our little conversation our with conversation. him i hope you enjoy so without further ado here it is Thanks so much for taking our call. Yeah, thanks for having me. When I saw that you were a super fan of The View, I was like, I have to contact him because I feel like we're not the demographic in any way. <laughs> yeah, totally. So I have to like reach out and find my tribe because there's so few people who realize how compelling the show is. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. You know, I talk about The View a lot on Twitter and I have a podcast where I talk about The View um, I, I don't talk about the view exclusively, but I have had some view guests on and I mention it a lot. And I'm actually surprised by how many people reach out to me that are closet view fans, <laughs> like people people that you wouldn't expect, you know, guys and girls that are younger, you know, they reach out and they're like, oh, my God, I'm so glad that you, you know, talk about the view because I like it, too. So I think there's a lot of us out there. It's just everyone's hiding. <laughs> yeah, well, send them our way. Yeah, we OK. Need to find these people. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I want to go into view stuff, but I have to ask because we like literally just watched it. Did you watch any of Beachella? Oh, of course. Yes. I loved it. I watched it last night, like as it was on live and I thought it was fantastic. I mean, she always delivers, you know, what I loved most about it was that she brought out uh, Kelly and Michelle. And I just think that's, it's so great to see that she never, seems to shy away from, or, you know, her time with Destiny's Child in a way that other people that have, you know, gone away from their groups, people like Justin Timberlake or, you know, people that step away, they don't embrace it the way she does. And it's like, they're not taking away any of her star power or shine or anything. They're just adding to it. They're making her look even better. And they're making fans like her even more that she's having them on. And I yeah, wish, I, I wish everyone... Like- I feel like uh, Justin Timberlake, he's, like, um, afraid of reminding people where he came from, whereas Beyonce is, like, welcoming it with open arms. Totally. I mean, he just did the Super Bowl, and his set was so bland. And, I mean, even if you like him, like, I I like a lot of his music. I don't mean to hate on him. But, you know, I think that would have made his Super Bowl performance earlier this year stand out and make it special the way that Beyonce brought them out uh, during her Super Bowl performance or did it at Beachella. It's like we it, it's making fans like you more. It, it's making us like you less when you're hiding away from it or shying away from it. Yeah. I also have to say, I feel like Michelle was bringing it. She was like, <laughs> after the Super Bowl, she was like, I'm not letting any of you bitches do this poor <laughs> Michelle thing. Like, mm-hmm. she was swinging her body around everywhere, like, doing amazing, sweetie. Yes, she's so good. I mean, I want them to do an album. So I don't know if this is true. I don't know. Maybe you guys know this. But I read an, a rumor yesterday that, uh, or last night, that they still have one more Destiny's Child album in their contract. I don't know if that's true. I would fall on the floor <laughs> mm-hmm. dead if that happened. I hope that that doesn't mean like another like Matthew Knowles forced like compilation love songs mm-hmm. album or something. I hope it's like a real like new recorded album if that's true. Me too. I, I read that last night and the rumor was going around last night was that they were going to surprise release 
because I guess people had seen them rehearse with her. And so the rumor was that they were going to release an album last night or after the performance. Mm-hmm. I saw your tweet that was like, I am going to take an Ambien. However, (laughs) (laughs) I heard that there might be an album drop. I'm going to take the Ambien anyway. I I did. I had half an Ambien last night and I don't really take Ambien at all, but I took a half of one and I wanted to stay up to still watch the performance. And so I did. And you cannot stay up on an Ambien. It's not safe. (laughs) It's not healthy. I woke up to all these tweets that I had to delete this morning. (laughs) You just they were... close your eyes, put your hand in the Lisa Rinna pill bag, <laughs> and take whatever comes up. I also did a like a live Instagram. You know, you can um, when you do the live ones, and mm-hmm. people people like tuned in, and I, I'm like, I have no idea what I said on that live Instagram. <laughs> I have no remembrance of it, and I deleted it right after. But people texted me, and they were like, I loved your live Instagram. I'm like, oh my god, I don't even remember doing that. So it was like Lisa Rinna. Yeah, it totally was. I mean, I, I don't recommend it, and I'm I don't support what I did. <laughs> I would like to, I would like to be forgiven for my actions last night, but I had to also rewatch Destiny's Child this morning, or or the whole Baychella this morning. Oh, like I, their segment. Well, I I watched the whole thing again, but I because I didn't remember it from last night. <laughs> Nothing. And the only, by the way, the only other time that I've taken an Ambien and tried to stay awake was when my boyfriend and I were watching Anchorman 2. And I, we watched the whole thing and I can't tell you one plot point. Like, I don't remember a single thread of that movie. And he said we sat down and watched it quietly. I feel the exact same way, but I didn't take an Ambien when I saw that movie. (laughs) (laughs) So I didn't miss anything. Exactly. Oh, man. Well, Let's dive into the deep view stuff. Um, Please. If you're okay with it, I would love to just like go through the names of some co-hosts and get your take on them. I'd love that. But um, first things first, like what's your favorite era of the view and like when did you start? Well, I started, I sort of was familiar with the show early on in the beginning, but I was so young. I'm 32 now and I, I feel like I just sort of knew it from afar. And then when Rosie started, I was in college Rosie's first tenure on The View and that was when I really like got into it because I was in college so my schedule was all over the place I was able to watch it and I I grew up with Rosie's talk show and I loved her the Rosie O'Donnell show so so much so when she joined The View I was just really into it and then um, of course that was probably my favorite with uh, the Elizabeth split screen I think that was just like the most iconic thing ever I mean it's so good and I still watch that once a year on YouTube. <laughs> did you see? Did you see Rosie's anniversary tweet about it, where she said it? Uh, it yeah. looks like a lovers' quarrel. Yes, I love it. I love it. I mean, I just that. There's nothing better, right? Like you guys, there's nothing better. No, truly. Um. So I fell in love with it then, and then I kind of stopped when Rosie left, and then Rosie came back, and I got into it when Rosie came back, like. And when I say I stopped, I mean, I still watched it a little bit, but I wasn't like a diehard. Um, I would watch it, you know, occasionally, uh, you know, I'd keep up, but not religiously. Then when Rosie came back, that was when I got really hardcore into it again. And then that was, of course, so short lived, but I stuck with it since she left. Um, And then, uh, of course, there's been like ups and downs. And I think right now is maybe the best. I really think it's maybe the best panel they've had in at least a really long time, if not ever. Yeah, I agree. I think 
for me, my favorite era is all of the Sherry Shepard era. Oh, I mean, apart from like anything with Rosie. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I feel like they're they're like building to something great again. Totally. They're really hitting their stride. And it's like a good mix of politics. I think a, a few years back when they had like Candace Cameron and Raven, I think it was a little too pop culture based. And I love pop culture. And that's like my my sweet spot. But when I watch The View, I want I want them to do politics and I want the topics to be a little bit more controversial. Yeah, totally. OK, so I'll I'll start here. Like since we're talking about the current season. Mm-hmm. What do you make of Sarah Haynes? OK, so I don't know. You guys obviously follow the show religiously, too. So is something going on with Sarah lately? Like it seems like her mood has been something's off with her mood, right? Am I making that up? No, I think <laughs> she's feeling silenced, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I think like, it seems like something may be wrong, but I love Sarah and I love that bubbly Sarah that we were getting a lot of. And it just seems like something's, and I know she's been vocal about postpartum from her last, with her last child. And I wondered if there's some of that going on now, this is totally just speculative, speculative. Is that the word? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I think that uh, her coming back from her mat leave it was walking into like a very different atmosphere than when she left. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's like taking a little time to adjust to that and like finding her voice again. Totally. Okay. Well, how do you feel about Megan McCain? I know you just interviewed her, which I obviously listened to. Oh, good. Thank you for listening. You know, I really like her. I, um, her and I kind of became friendly on Instagram and she has very different politics than me and I don't agree with a lot of her politics, but I, she's like really sweet to me and we connect on like a pop culture level. Like sometimes we'll message about, you know, housewives or whatever else is, you know, some other pop culture stuff. And she's just been so sweet to me and, and truly lovely. And I actually think she's fantastic for the show. Um, my, I wish they would have kept Jed with her. Like I, I like Jedediah and, and again, I don't agree with like I'm not on their political or in their political party, but I, I like that for the show. Um, so I I really like Megan a lot. Yeah, I fa- I feel so like conflicted about liking her sometimes because sometimes I get so irritated by things that she says like politically, <laughs> and then like the flip side, as soon as she starts talking about pop culture or like her day to day life, I'm like, oh, I would actually be friends with you. Yeah, she's really great. And uh, she also is a little, she's very socially liberal, which I, I like um, in a lot of ways. And yeah, I don't know. She's she's great. And I mean, for I, I was so thankful that she did my show and everything. I mean, I'm eternally grateful for that because, um, you know, it got, it was, it was great for my show and stuff. Yeah. But, but I also like, I like her, I mean, in talking to her about Housewives, it's like, oh my God, we connect about so much more than I ever could have realized. I died when you were talking about housewives and then you asked uh, Megan if Paula Ferris is a friend to the show. <laughs> oh, my, oh my God, Kevin, I'm so glad you brought that up because no one else has brought that up to me before. And it's like, we, because we're View fans, so we get it. But like, you know, no one else ever has mentioned that to me. And I'm like, that is so, so good. That was such a good little shade. I do not like Paula. Well, I wish she would like, well, I mean, you tell me why you don't like Paula. I, something about her, she seems like a very sweet woman and, but I just don't like her on the show. And 
it almost I feel like it's it comes across as inauthentic or the sh- on the show. Like even when I disagree with these women, like I want them, I want to at least know that they're living their truth. Like when I'm disagreeing with Megan on something she says on the show, it's like, I'm fine with that. As long as I know that she believes that sometimes yeah. I feel like Paul says something and it's like, you're just saying that because a producer told you or something. Yeah, totally. I feel like Paula sometimes isn't presenting like her true self and her mm-hmm. true convictions. But the one thing that I do like about her is that her and Sarah are really good friends and we love Sarah so I feel like I have to trust her opinion like maybe there's something about Paula that we're not seeing I feel like Sarah is the one I'd want to be most friends with Mm -hmm. like she seems so sweet I think the thing about Paula is that she takes being a journalist so seriously and Mm -hmm. she doesn't believe that journalists should say their political views so it's like, mm-hmm. you're on the wrong show. Yeah, totally wrong show. Exactly. Yeah. And I wish she would be there every Friday, not just like most Fridays. But See, anyway. I, I don't want her there any Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> I get so mad, because especially because I love on Fridays when Joy gets to moderate. But then I get so mad when Paula's around. I'm like, ugh. Um, I love what you said about Jedediah Bila, like how you wish she was on the show with Megan at the same time. Yeah. Um, have you read anything about her new book? Isn't it something about cell phones or something? Like, it's <laughs> totally not what I was expecting. Yeah, I right? thought it would be about politics, but it's called hashtag do not disturb how I ghosted my cell phone to take back my life. Yeah, look, I'm not even sure how she sold that book to a publisher because <laughs> I have, I, I'm a writer and a, I, I, I co-authored a book and I'm, working on selling a book of my own right now. And it's like impossible to, to do. It's like so hard to get a publisher interested in your stuff. And it's, you know, publishing nowadays is it, they're just not buying books. And so the fact that a publisher bought that book, I'm like, that's insane. It's not even something that she's ever spoken about before. <laughs> right? Like it's not like anything that she's known for. It's insane to me. And I, I mean, I'll probably read it. <laughs> we, we should do an episode like you, if, if you guys want, I'm, I'm pitching myself, <laughs> but let's like read the book and talk again. Oh yeah. my God. I'd love to do a book club. Yeah. Yeah. The view book club. Oh my God. I'd love that. Yeah. We once played a game on our show where I like read descriptions of view co-host books and made Marie guess. Like, who's <laughs> Wait, none of them. None of them. Oh my god. What's your favorite view book? Oh, I mean, have you have you read any? The only one that I think I've for sure read is The Great Gas Bag because I have a hardcover <laughs> copy. <laughs> Me too. Oh my god, Kevin. I'm I love that you say that because I'm staring at mine right now, but I've never read it. I just own it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, let's move on to some other view co-hosts. Yeah. Um, what about Meredith Vieira? Oh, I love Meredith and. Okay, I have a couple stories about Meredith. Um, well, actually, this is a good one. Okay, so I live in California, and there's this place called Runyon Canyon. And I've, I've talked about this on, on my podcast before, but I was going to Runyon Canyon, and I had seen Meredith, like, on my way up the hill, I saw Meredith walking, and she walked past me, and I, I after she passed me, I thought, oh, shit, I should have went and said something to her, right? Like, I couldn't believe Did it. Did you think for a second that it was a mirage? You were like, oh, totally. I need to drink more water. <laughs> totally. I 100% did. And, you know, she looked very, um, I don't 
I don't mean this in a mean way. She just looked like very plain. Like she, yeah, she didn't have any makeup on and she was in sweats and whatever. So then I, I'm going down the hill and as I'm going down the hill, I see Meredith walking like up uh, from the other side. Cause this we're now we're on the other side of the hill. And so I see Meredith again and right behind her, I see Michelle Collins and Michelle Collins was ha- about less than 10 feet away from Meredith and she had a full camera crew and I was like holy shit they're filming the view here right like <laughs> I shit my pants I was like oh my god like they're doing a hot topics panel at the top of the hill or something <laughs> like the past co-host <laughs> yeah I was I like you know it, it was all happening in my brain so fast and I know Michelle a little bit and so I was like oh my god Michelle and I stopped and said hello to her and I'm talking to Michelle and Michelle is like oh follow me and and she was doing like a filming something for people magazine or something on the on the Runyon canyon and i was like michelle that's meredith Vieira. like are you working with her she's like what oh my god that's meredith Vieira. and i'm like yes she's 10 feet ahead of us right now <laughs> like she's 10 <laughs> feet away and apparently like michelle has never met meredith or they met like once in passing but they don't really know each other um but Michelle had just been happened to be filming something separate. And then it was just totally by chance that they were, you know, within 10 feet of each other. And I had seen them and it was like the most exciting moment of my life. <laughs> like I died. I died. But it was no, they weren't doing hot topics there. Um, it was just coincidence. But I love Meredith. Yeah, I love Meredith. I love listening to Joy talk about like how sad she was when Meredith left because I mm-hmm. I think their friendship is cute. And I'm also obsessed with Mel- Michelle Collins. Like I wish I could <laughs> listen to her satellite radio show, but I just don't understand how that works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's an app. You can download an app because I actually did this when she started it. There's an app a Sirius XM app and you get like a week free. So you should try you should just do like the week trial. And um, you can just go to her show and it's on there anytime on demand. Well, maybe I will because I also want to listen to Jenny McCarthy's show. And I know that she did an episode with Michelle, which is like, as a View fan, that's like heaven. Mm -hmm. Michelle is so, so funny. She did my show uh, recently and she just cracks me up and her show is brilliant. She also, I'm doing all of her promo right now, but but she also has a podcast called... Yeah, no, I listened to her podcast. Yeah. She's just so good. She's so fucking quick. Can I swear on this? Yeah. (laughs) We insist that you do swear. Fucking yeah. (laughs) Fuck yeah. Um, I guess we kind of already talked about Candace Cameron Bure, but I wanted to know, are you familiar with her tuna commercials? Yes. Yes. Yes, I'm actually, unfortunately, I am very familiar. Um, I like Candace Cameron Bure around the holidays only. (laughs) Wait. I'm totally the same. Yeah. I never thought that I would get into Fuller House, but a couple <laughs> Christmases ago, I was like in a dark place and I put it on. I watched the whole thing. I couldn't stop. Oh my God, Kevin, we are uh, two peas in a pod because I feel the exact same way. I suffer from depression. And when I need to lift myself, uh, you know, lift my spirits, I put on Fuller House and I just binge it. It definitely has its like problematic moments, but so does Candace Cameron Bure. <laughs> and like that's the brand. Totally. I heard she's actually more um, progressive than, you know, she lets off because, you know, her whole brand is being kind of conservative religious. Yeah, totally. Um, 
Okay. But I didn't like her on the show at all, on The View. I do like her, you know, on Hallmark or Fuller House. I love her Hallmarks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, me too. Me too. Switched for Christmas. Oh, we so did a good. whole episode about that because, like, we just couldn't even wrap our heads around the concept <laughs> of it. That's the one where she's a twin, right? Yes. And her daughter's in it. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, yeah. What is her name again? It's... I hate I hate that I know that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it was not good. I thought it would be, like, funny, like, bad, funny, good, but it was just yeah. so bad. Those Hallmark movies, like, I'm obsessed with around the holidays because I feel like the same way I do about Fuller House. It's, like, they're so easy to just watch and have on, and they make me feel better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so speaking of, like, Housewives, um, in your interview with Megan McCain, you asked her what housewife she thinks would make a better president. Mm-hmm. And she said Bethany Frankel. So I wanted to ask you, what View co-host do you think would make a good president? Oh, my gosh. Um, oh, my God. Okay, wait, let me think. Uh, I think, uh, well, I want to say Whoopi, but she doesn't want that job. Um, no, she doesn't want anyone in her house. Yeah. <laughs> house. I, I love that news story where she's like, I don't want anyone in my house. I don't want to get married. Um Oh man, I, I guess current, current. I'd say maybe say Sunny. I feel like she's. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Sunny Hostin would make a a good president. She certainly would be like captivating in a speech. Yeah, and I think Sunny could be could kind of ride both parties. You know what I mean? Like she could yeah. appease both parties. Right, because she's conservative, but like a Democrat, it seems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good choice. Yeah. How about you? About... Is that what you guys would say? Yeah, I think I would say Sunny. I would love to say, hmm, like, Barbara. <laughs> Barbara. <laughs> Barbara. I would say Sarah because she's got those Michelle Obama arms. Mm-hmm. I love <laughs> Sarah's smile. Like, her smile just is so friendly and fun and nice. I don't know. Okay. She looks just, like, warm. Yeah, her smile could end wars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I also want to ask you, which View co-host would you cast in a real Housewives? Like, which ones would make good Housewives? Oh, see, I'd love Megan on a Housewives. Oh, yes. We were just saying yeah. that. You know, so she's in, like, a little feud with Teddy. <laughs> like, do you guys watch Housewives? Yeah. So, she, yeah, she's in, like, a little feud with Teddy Mellencamp. And it kind of escalated on my show. And I heard a rumors like Megan, Megan told me that she heard from a little birdie that they bring up that feud at the reunion. No. So oh we, I have no God. idea. I have no idea if it's going to air or, or if they mention the name of my show or any of that stuff. But someone had told her that, you know, they asked Teddy at the reunion about what she said about her on my show. Wow. As a fan of like all of, of like all parties involved, <laughs> it doesn't get better than that. Right. I know I'll die. If, if they, even if they don't even say the name of my show or anything, like I will die. If they're just like on an unnamed podcast. Yeah. And here's weird. the, you know, they, they probably would do that too, but they uh, also are doing a three part reunion and there's been nothing that's happened this season. So it's like, I bet it'll. I, I bet that question Something will. Something has to pop off. Yeah. 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 Literally everything. There was not a lot of drama, but everything got resolved. So like, what are they going to talk about? They have to talk about Megan McCain. 
Yeah, and I, I like what I like, what I think would be great um, in terms of Megan on The Housewives is that she's not afraid to like, you know, go up against anyone or speak her mind or any of that. Like she's totally comfortable being herself and, and saying whatever she wants to say. Yeah, she reminds me of Erica in that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and Erica's her favorite. Like Erica, in yeah. my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think they're a little bit twinsy and their style is like in the same family. Yeah, yeah. What about Sherry Shepard? I think she would make a good housewife. Sherry would be good too. She sort of was like housewives adjacent because do you remember? <laughs> do you remember on Thirty Rock? Yes. They did the housewives thing, and she was like in those, yeah. wasn't she? Yeah, Ham. Yeah. <laughs> and she has so much drama with like her ex-husband. She's in two custody battles. Like, she's got a sto- like several storylines to give. You are so right. Yeah, yeah, she'd be perfect. In my dream world like this would never happen but I would love to pitch a new season of Celebrity Apprentice where like obviously without Donald Trump but like maybe Barbara Walters is the host Mm -hmm. but one team Real Housewives the other (laughs) team View co-hosts oh my god I am dead (laughs) that is the greatest idea I've ever heard in my life (laughs) I would watch that so hard I love Celebrity Apprentice and I miss it and I think the worst part of him becoming president I mean well there's a lot of really bad things but I think um, losing that show is up there. Yeah, and, like, not even um, losing it for now, but also, like, tarnishing the memory of Celebrity Apprentice. 100%. Wait, which makes me realize, like, Star Jones would make a good Real Housewife because she already battled NeNe. Oh, yeah, Star would be great. Star would be great. And Rosie would be good, too. I mean, any of the women that are totally uh, a little more confrontational would be great. God, can you imagine Rosie? What would her tagline be? Oh my God. Oh my God. She'd just be wearing Crocs in the, you know how they do those, (laughs) the openings where they're all in gowns. She would just be in Crocs and like cargo shorts. Or it would be just like a shot of her on a jet ski because she refused to go to the taping. Yes, 100%. She quit (laughs) mid-season. That was so upsetting, wasn't it? When she quit, it was like, I wanted more the second time. The most upsetting thing was seeing how poorly she got along with Whoopi. Because I, <laughs> you on paper, like you think they'd be friends, but no. Too many, uh, too many alpha dogs there. Yeah, and then like Rosie Perez, Nicole Wallace. I felt like they were kind of holding back. Yeah, I liked. I thought Nicole was gone too soon. I agree. I, I liked that she was just kind of like a normal woman. Yeah, yeah, she was great. I mean. She was a good Republican voice for that show. And I I think they were, it was a weird time, right? Because they weren't doing a lot of politics then. And then they kind of transitioned and, and it was a weird, a weird moment. And she gave us one of the most iconic view moments where Raven Simone was complaining about signing too many autographs. And then Nicole <laughs> Wallace was like, are you really that famous? Yeah, so good. Oh, so good. Okay. Um. Do you have time to do a couple hot topics or? Yeah, I'm literally doing nothing to the rest of the day. <laughs> I'm literally as long as you guys need. And also because I love talking about this stuff. Okay, great. Because I wanted to talk about a couple hot topics that have come up in the last few weeks on The View. Um, so one of them is about animal mating habits. <laughs> and Whoopi presented it about uh, apparently the last male white rhino died it like died of old age and now it's 
the, that species is extinct. I'm explaining this really well. No, it's I, <laughs> but I, sounds good to me. I'm explaining it like how Whoopi would. <laughs> like yeah. the best thing about the view right now is like how Whoopi is all of her transitions and her like her hosting skills are just so terrible. <laughs> I love. <laughs> I love Whoopi, but it's like half the time she'll just complain about, you know, the control room telling her what to do. And it's like, you're the host. Like, they're just trying to tell you like how to host the show. Yeah, and she she'll just get like, so pissed. Yeah, it's like, do you want to be there? Because <laughs> she does not. She doesn't want to be there. But I don't want her to leave. Me either. And she always like I'll casually mention in conversations how she's an actor and like she wants to act, but like she's doing that instead. <laughs> like, oh yeah, she's so angry that no one's calling her for acting jobs. I know, I know. Like, I, I do love Whoopi though so so much, yeah. but she's not a good host. <laughs> like I mean, in terms of like the technical skills of hosting. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> the white rhino is going extinct. The last one died. Um, but they're going to keep the species going through in vitro fertilization or something. So this turned into a hot topic of Joy revealing that she knows so much about animal mating habits. Yeah. And she talked about how apparently the white rhino has 30 days of foreplay. <laughs> um, she then moved on to talking about the bonobo monkey and saying that it's the only species that has oral sex other than humans. And face-to-face -face kissing. Yes. Yeah, tongue kissing, yeah. yeah. And then moved on to talking about elephant penis because apparently it's three feet long and they can rest on it like a leg. Oh. I love that she knows so much about animal mating habits. Yeah. She What did she say? She watches BBC and Nat Geo or something. Yeah. And then Megan was like, well, I watch like the, like CPAC. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, my God. I love that Joy knows so much about animal mating habits. Yeah. We didn't get to talk about Joy because I'm obsessed with Joy. And my Christmas card last year um, just said Joy to the world. And it was a picture of her face. <laughs> and, I, and I got her to sign it like a her assistant or someone reached out to me and asked me to send it and then she signed it and sent it back to me and I have oh it framed God. very <laughs> jealous of that yeah. that's kind of what I wanted to ask you because Megan was like hating this whole conversation and Joy was like egging her on so I wanted to know like what do you think of their dynamic on this oh, oh my god I love their dynamic and that was um when I had Megan on my show I was asking her a lot about that because there's a lot of stories, I'm sure you guys see this too, a, a lot of stories in the press saying that they don't like each other or anytime they have a fight, it'll say like Joy versus Megan and it makes them seem like they really hate each other. And as someone who watches the show every day, I'm like, I think they, I don't think that they hate each other. Do you? I don't think they hate, I don't think Joy cares enough to hate Yeah, exactly. Someone. Right? Yeah. And I think Megan just is a very passionate person. But yeah. sometimes it seems like do you want to be there, Megan? Like, are you about to quit? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure it gets tough. And also, I don't think Megan has a poker face. So she, you know, if she's in the moment upset or something, I feel like she can't hide it, maybe. Or that's we what always, it comes across as watching. We yeah. always talk about how you can tell when she's getting upset because she, like, turns so red. And <laughs> then when Megan was doing press, like, recently, she kept mentioning everywhere how like people have been commenting on how red she turns and like, has she been listening to us? oh my gosh yeah she's um i i love watching them they did that one segment that 
where they decorated each other's yes. dressing rooms. They, like, forced them to hang out for yeah. three hours. <laughs> and I loved that. Like, I, I'm like, I want more of those segments. Like, let's throw them at, like, an escape room or something. Yes. Like <laughs> it was, like, the odd couple. Yeah, it's so fun. And I, it, Joy makes me laugh with anyone she's around. Like, I, she just cracks me up. Um, so something we do on our show, I don't know if you've ever done this, but have you ever looked into like the view Facebook comments? Like no. they post all their videos and I always like scroll through the comments because they're vicious. Have you ever looked? I have not. No, oh my they're God. really mean. Are, I mean. People are so mean online. I know you're missing out because <laughs> there's so much drama on the view Facebook comments, like fights break out. Like I will go just... there as soon as we finish this conversation, I'm going to be on that page. Okay. Well, great. I wanted to read you. I love reading the comments on the podcast. So mm-hmm. I selected some comments from the animal mating. <laughs> Perfect. I read it to you because most of the comments are like just about people either hating Joy or hating Megan. So I'm going to read them. I can't wait. So Nadine Gisa says, I have an agriculture background and this stupid stuff Joy was saying and everyone thinks is so funny is just plain R word. <laughs> what a waste of airtime. ABC, you need to get Joy some help. No wonder Megan might roll her eyes. Maybe finding out what animals do in nature is something new for city slickers. Get a life. <laughs> Get a life. Oh, and then I on can't. The flip side, what was that yeah. person's name? Nadine. Nadine. Okay. I'm clocking her. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then on the flip side, we have Linda. Mm. I thoroughly enjoyed Joyce talk about this. I'm very interested in this also. Megan is just stupid about this. Come on. We know she knows about the birds and the bees. She has feathered her nest and collected pollen. Oh, my God. (laughs) And collected pollen. Relax, Linda. Linda needs to take a chill pill. You know, people are very passionate about this show. And, you know, I don't know if it's, I guess, because they're giving their opinions. It's like everyone feels like they can give theirs. I mean, when I posted my interview with Megan on my show, it's like I got so many messages, like mean messages that a lot of them didn't even make sense. Like they would, you know, talk about how I shouldn't have had her on my show or whatever. And then uh, like the grammar and spelling and everything would be so off. And it was just, there was so much hate, you know, people just feel very passionate. And then on the flip side, I had people who, you know, love her so much and then would like take that opportunity to disjoy or whatever, like you said. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Like, people go off in the comments. You have to read them. <laughs> I am going on there right now. But um, see, I might get mad. Comment. I might get mad, though, if I go on there and want to write back. And then I'm just <laughs> spend, I'll spend, like, hours just well, arguing I've with people. I've done that as well, just for fun. Yeah. But my last uh, comment on this topic comes from Donna Lang. She says, I hate Joy the pervert. She probably <laughs> has sex with animals. Oh, my God. What was her name? Donna? Yeah, Donna. Donna, come on, Donna. <laughs> come on, that's a reach. These a lot of the View fans, I feel like, are much older too, and so they might. I don't know. I was just gonna shame old people, but I'll stop myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, Facebook is the the domain of old people. I feel. Yeah, and they believe anything because the View gets a lot of weird stories about them in in 
in news sources that like aren't real. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Yeah, there's it's, a lot of like fake reports being like, Joy Behar like says all conservatives are the devil or, you know, like stupid stuff that's made up. Yeah. And then all those people that are on their Facebook page believe all that. So then they go and comment about it. It's like, yeah. this is all lies. Yeah. And like, not to mention the fake skincare line. In your <laughs> Joy yes. Iconic. Okay, so let's do one more hot topic. Great. Um, which is this is so topic. fun, too, by the way, because I don't get to talk about The View much on my show. <laughs> and so I'm loving it. Feel free to call us anytime. <laughs> okay, great. Um, so this is about Cynthia Nixon running for governor of New York. Um, so apparently when she announced that she was running, a former city council speaker named Christine Quinn, who is also a lesbian, <laughs> called her an unqualified lesbian. Um, so the question that would be presented was, is Cynthia Nixon an unqualified <laughs> lesbian? Or what's Les got to do with it? Oh my God. Uh, what are your I mean, thoughts on Cynthia Nixon entering politics? You know, I'm all for it. I think... I mean, we'll see. I, I don't live in New York, so I don't know how much it'll impact me. But I, I mean, I'm here for her being in the spotlight. I mean, she deserved, she deserved an Oscar nomination for that last movie she did last year. I can't remember the name of it right uh, now. Yeah, a quiet. It was, was like it a quiet place, or yeah, some yes, uh, something like that. Or quiet woman. No, sure. quiet woman's from Little Houses <laughs> of Orange County. <laughs> um, but anyway, I we didn't give her an Oscar nomination, so you know what? She's she's doing something else. Yeah. If we're not going to appreciate her acting, then let's let her save the the country. <laughs> uh, let her legalize marijuana. Mm-hmm. Did you guys see her Wendy Williams interview? Yes. Oh, it was so good. Wendy just kept calling her governor. I know it's incredible. <laughs> she was like, "Let's get some governor shoe cam." <laughs> <laughs> She's like, are those the name? <laughs> what did she say? Is that a name brand or something? Yeah. Did you, like, speaking of Wendy Williams, did you watch, like, Wendy talking about Jedediah after the firing? No. What did she say? Oh, Wendy, like, went, she, Wendy clearly read an article from the Daily Mail, mm-hmm. and she was reporting as though it was, like, fact. Sure. That sure. the reason Jedediah was fired from the view was because her fiance demanded that the view pay for her engagement ring so that he could propose on air what wait do you guys think that's that's not true right i think there's a chance i think i think there's some truth behind it wow my mind is blown (laughs) i i can't believe that i think jedediah do you guys think she should have stuck around do you think they should have kept her yeah this is a jedediah household Okay, good. We were, Me too. We were fully for her. And I like Megan, but I agree with what you said. I think it would have been more interesting to have both of them. Yeah, like, I don't... The one problem I have with the show, I mean, I guess there's maybe a few little ones, but I think more balance is better for the show. So it's like, I, I don't think they should just have one Republican or conservative. It's like, I'm not, I'm not those things, but, like, I want to balance when I'm watching this show. Because otherwise, it's like, if... If the one Republican gets painted in the corner, they have no one to back it up. So the conversation just ends up stalling because yeah. eventually that one person's going to kind of shut down because they're like, oh, it's one against five or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think and that's so why Megan gets so visibly upset. Yeah. I mean, imagine arguing and you literally have no one to back you up and it's all these other people. I, I just think more balance would be better for the show. 
Mm-hmm. And I, I like Megan on the show, but Jedediah for sure had like good chemistry with everyone that I don't <laughs> think Megan has as much. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't really know what the reason if it maybe it was that ring thing, but I didn't understand why they got rid of Jed unless they it was just because they didn't want two conservatives at the table. Well, the rumor goes <laughs> that they were going to fire her and she found out and quit like they were going to replace her. Oh. again. So I guess I don't know why exactly they needed to replace her, but she found out about it before they told her. And then she was like, I'm quitting. Interesting. That's why it was so abrupt. Well, you know, now she has time to focus on her phone book. Her phone book. <laughs> would you guys change, would you change any of the panel right now? Like, if you could, what would be your perfect panel? I wouldn't change the panel because I think what they need now is to stop changing the panel and just commit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I would like to see Anna Navarro mm-hmm. like, more. Like, why can't she be the Friday girl instead of Paula? She probably doesn't want Uh, to be. It's probably not a good gig. I totally agree. Totally agree. Like, that meme of Anna Navarro being, like, the the clearance that has, the influence that has, the power that has, (laughs) is me watching Beachella. Yes, yes. Totally. You should meme that. That's good. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I like Anna Navarro when she's um, filling in. And, you know, I don't like Paula on the show, so I'd love it if Anna came came in. The only thing with Anna is, like, she's so, like, not versed when it comes to anything pop culture. Like, and I, again, I don't want them to talk much about pop culture. I like it a little bit, but it's, like, anytime it comes up and Anna's there, it's, like, she, it's, like, she's never even heard of anything. Like, Kardashians come up and it's, like, she's never even heard of them or something. And it's, like, I just would like her to be a little bit more versed. That's yeah. a good point. It sucks when they are talking about something that, like, it's about pop culture and they're all just like, I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. I know. I, I never, I guess I don't know if I want them to do more pop culture. Cause I don't, I'd like a little bit of it, but then every time they do, it's like, they're all just kind of sitting there and they seem so uninterested and like Whoopi will like vocalize her disinterest in it. Yeah. Whoopi will use her Valley girl voice to Ugh. talk about it. It's all- and- Megan is so good at talking about the pop culture stuff, but I feel like she holds back to like not uh-huh. make that be her thing. Yeah, and I I would love to hear them talk a little bit more about Housewives because I know how good she is at talking about that stuff, but she has no one to talk about it with. Like they would all just kind of... Hopefully when the Teddy thing happens on Beverly Hills, I hope it does happen, yeah. that it becomes a hot topic. Oh my God, you guys, I hope it happens so bad. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to let you go, okay. but before we do that what do you make of the talk the talk i mean i never really followed it much i guess i've seen clips here and there but i've never i've never really watched it if anything i'd i think i prefer the real (laughs) because it's a little bit more off the beaten path or more specific or something like the talk just seems so watered down and you know they don't really do politics and they do pop culture, but they don't do pop culture well enough that I'm, you know, going to tune into that instead of some like an E show or something. Yeah. Perfect answer. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll let you go. Thank you thank so much you for so having much me. for doing this. Thank you. Um, I... Hopefully we'll talk again soon. Yeah, please do. And if anyone um, wants to, I do a little view on my podcast, so please go listen and subscribe. And it's called Everything Iconic. And I'd love it if if people check it out.
Yes, everyone should. He's doing amazing work. He's doing the Lord's work. He's doing amazing, sweetie. Oh, my God. Thank you, guys. And this was so fun because I could talk about The View forever. So thank you. Perfect. Thank you so much. You're an angel. Have a good one. I'll talk to you guys later. Well, Kevin, I had a great time talking to Danny. (laughs) Yeah, that was nice. It's nice to, like, find your find your tribe yeah as rupaul says yeah yeah it's really great talking to the or to people who get it (laughs) yeah (laughs) who are also gagged by the view because it happens so infrequently in life that i like latch onto it now Mm -hmm. and of course you our listeners understand and if you loved our conversation with danny then you should follow him on instagram at danny pellegrino There'll be a link in the description. And if you love us, I hope you're following us on Twitter at Deja the View Pod. Yes. And shout out to Sean. He's been uh, working on our Twitter, doing some of our tweets. Our lately. Twitter correspondent. Yes, our Twitter correspondent, Sean Ross. <laughs> he's been on the podcast. Um, and make sure you rate and review us on iTunes. We would love and appreciate it so much. So have a great day, everyone, and take a little time to enjoy Danny's podcast. Everything is iconic on iTunes and Stitcher and everywhere else. And also half an ambient. Goodbye.